This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Welcome back. I'm so excited for today's guest. I have an incredible California native, a mompreneur, an incredible fashion woman and designer. I have the fabulous Andrea Bernholtz, who is a serial mompreneur and fashion powerhouse behind the eco-conscious Swimnista brand. Known for co-founding the luxury denim line Rockin' Republic in 2002, she helped to transform the company into a celebrity favorite and globally recognized name offering cosmetics, accessories, and clothing. In 2015, she became the CEO of Titan Industries, adding high fashion footwear to her resume. Her latest venture features her chic swimwear that combines her love of fashion, swimming, and the environment. And Bernholz tells us that I've never been able to find a swimsuit that fits just right. If it holds me up, it looks like a sports bra or it's too old fashioned. If it sits the other way, if something pops out all the time, it's never the right support. And I can definitely echo that too, especially as a new mom of two, your body completely changes and it's so hard to find the right suit. So that being said, Andrea then went ahead and after speaking with hundreds of women and experiencing the same issues, she set out to create this beautiful line and a solution for herself as well and co-founded the Swimista collection. So Andrea, welcome to my show. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so happy that you're having me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've heard and I've seen such amazing pictures of your suits and like how fabulous they look on the body. I mean, I'm going to need one. (laughs) Um, I've just heard heard they look so good on the body and they like support, which I love because like, let's be real, especially when you're like nursing or doing all the things as a new mom, it's like your body's, it's hard enough. For your body to like feel good in something and when it comes to a swimsuit it is so daunting it is so like uncomfortable and like I know for me personally I've had so many moments especially after my first daughter of being like oh my gosh I don't even want to be in a swimsuit like this is so like uncomfortable and I don't feel empowered at all and I don't feel sexy and I love that like you saw that and we're like hey I'm gonna make a line so tell us more about it tell us about Swimista how this came to like I want to hear everything okay well Basically, we all know when we're in our swimsuits, we're basically halfway naked, right? So <laughs> it is, um, it's always, we're always feeling really vulnerable to begin with, no matter what your body size or shape or anything, we all feel very vulnerable. So there were a bunch of us friends, we were all in Mexico and we're all sitting around complaining about how none of our swimwear fit right. You know, it was kind of the Goldilocks of, of swimwear, you know, if it fits on the boat, fit on you know, another area and everyone knew I had come from a background in fashion. So they said, Hey, why don't you start a swim brand? And I thought, no, I, you know, I just sold my company. I have a new baby. I I don't want to, you know, delve into that. But then of course my brain started like trickling and working and I started Frankensteining suits and, you know, I'm from Southern California. I've lived here in Hawaii my whole life. So like swimwear is 24 seven here, you know, there and it's always been a really big challenge. And if it's something fits, then you don't really stay in it or it's too skimpy or if it looks like a sports bra, if it holds you in and you want to be sexy, you want to be chic, you don't want a big thick strap or 
maybe a one piece that you know covers up your entire back you still want to be sexy so i set out and started cutting up bathing suits and putting things together and experimenting with different fabrics and resources and i found all these eco-friendly fabrics that were made out of recycled plastic bottles that feel amazing um, I researched all the packaging so that everything's compostable and recyclable. I mean, even those little sanitary plastic things when you go to put your bathing suit on, you know, in the store or when you get it online, those are actually compostable as well. So I, I went the extra mile and got all the little elements and tried to make that the best thing possible. And I tried to, uh, basically it's, um, uh, problem-solving chic swimwear. <laughs> like if your butt's not round, I made it round. If your boobs aren't where you want them to be, I've got all these little hidden treasures inside that pushes them up and puts them out and gets them where, they, where you want them to be and things that suck in your tummy and nothing that binds around your neck so it's comfortable. You know, your boobs don't pop out. You know, it's like I really put so much time and energy into every piece that I make. Yes. Why, why is that so important to you? Um, well, you know, I grew up in a very eco-conscious family. My mom's a, a hippie and we always were recycling and saving electricity and energy and saving paper bags to save trees. And, you know, a, as a kid, you think, oh my God, my mom's so hokey, you know, um, but it just is something that is ingrained and it's, it's, it's in, you as you grow up, you know, it, it's who you are. And at least for me, it is. And, you know, as the world has become more populated and the pollution has become such a problem and being that I live at the ocean and I see the pollutants and I see animals that are harmed by plastics and rubbish, it just really was important for me, especially as a swim brand that we're in the water, we're in the ocean, we're, you know, that I can at least kind of reduce some of the effects of of all the damage that we're doing in the world you know i mean nobody no one person can make a huge change but collectively if we can all do a little bit to help the planet didn't get this way overnight so if we can all start to reverse all the damage that we're doing hopefully our children will have a better planet <laughs> and I've worn some stuff from there. I mean, like, just so dope. I want to hear a little bit about your experience. Well, that was a really uh, amazing ride for sure. And, you know, it started out as just, it was going to be a little hobby for my partner and I as a, a creative side gig. And um, it just, it was the perfect storm of the economy, people wanting American denim on an international level, on, you know, the low rise, amazing fit, and just, paying attention to the details and what looks good on a woman's body. 
And it just, it really, it took off. And we really didn't even know what we were doing, frankly. <laughs> and we just were doing things that we felt organic and that things that we felt um, right and just really listening to our instincts. And it really, it took off like wildfire. It really did. And I learned so much from design, merchandising, being creative with not just the product, but also finances, you know, being able to juggle, you know, it was all the aspects. Um, it was really an exciting time. And it was really fun too, because at the, the very early stages, you know, it was before social media. So we could do things that weren't caught on film, which were really fun. <laughs> bonuses of the non-social world. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. So is that how you got into fashion? That's pretty much how I got into fashion. I mean, I've always been into fashion without a doubt that, you know, um, and we were, the company we had prior to Rockland Republic was a, um, a merchandising company that we would take digital dye sublimations and we were working with the hard rock making like these cool uniforms and cool products and working with Disney and some other studios making products. And it wasn't, it wasn't as exciting and it wasn't as um, creative. Like as a kid, I used to hot glue gun my clothes together and create all these really cool things and go to army surplus before it was cool. And, um, so it's always been part of my life. And I used to import when I lived in Hawaii, I imported from India, Nepal, clothing and bags. So it's always been there, but I was never schooled. And, um, you know, a lot of mistakes I learned, I just chalked it up. Unfortunately, that was my education. That's how I had to look at it. So I wouldn't drive myself crazy. <laughs> totally. Well, and I love that you shared, you kind of just like figured it out as you went along. I think there's so many people that look at successful entrepreneurs and designers and all kinds of roles and they think oh my god like you know that, like that's amazing and like they must just you know know how to do that and it's like no it was you just said like you didn't have real schooling you had more like real life work experience kind of baptism by fire if you will and like yeah figured it out you know which like I totally respect because the same with me with styling it was like even though I had done other design and fashion background and had some stuff at school like I hadn't really styled per se it was kind of just like I was thrown into like the, the lion's den to figure it out. <laughs> um, so I think that's awesome, you know? Um, and I think that it's like, you know, really cool of you to be open about that because I think that's inspiring for other people listening that maybe, you know, want to be able to get into something like that or have a business venture of theirs. And they're like, but I have no clue where to start. And you just said it yourself. You're like, okay, well, I didn't really either, but I just did it. So now you're working on Sunista. I want to know, did you design the whole line by yourself? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, so I, um, you know, part of the problem that I was rambling on with my friends about is that we were all kind of busty and natural busts. So nothing was really supportive or, or held good. And I always wore this one, um, it was a strapless bra, but it was all smooth and it looked like a bathing suit top. And I would get stopped by women and they would say, oh my God, how are you wearing a bandeau? And I would turn around and then you could tell it was a bra. You know, they're like, oh, it's a, I would say it's a bra. So I took that concept of a bra being supportive. You know, I mean, we spend so much time, right? Finding the right bra, making sure it fits right. And then we don't do that with our swimwear. So some of my core styles, they're actually built around kind of like a bra. Like I take a, a bra chassis, if you will, and then I, I made it swim friendly, you know, added braiding. I added instead of hooks, I add, you know, um, 
adjustability with with ties so that it could tie bigger or smaller so you can go from a 30 inch all the way to like a 38 inch on your back and you the has support some of them have push-up um padding inside they have got stays just like on your bras underwires but they're hidden so it just looks like a smooth bathing suit and it looks like your girls are up high <laughs> and i added you know crisscross in the back or removable straps i add a lot of versatility to everything too but it all started like i said with problem solving i didn't want anything to bind around your neck i wanted your boobs to stay in your bathing suit and then i took it even one step further with adjustable bottoms I made the bottoms ruched up the up your butt so they kind of look um you know like the ruching up, up where your crack is if it's kind of scrunched if people who if they don't know what ruching is and it creates like roundness in your tush and then i have bottoms that adjust so i mean we all know our bodies change my god almost every day you know some days you're like wow i can make this tighter other days oh i can make it shorter and that way also too, the silhouette underneath a, a cover up or something is cute. Cause I know tie side bathing suits, sometimes they're too skimpy, but they're adjustable. But if you wear a cute cover up over it, then you've got these big bows on the side of your body and that doesn't look you know, nice either. So it's kind of like you can almost wear them sometimes as a cute colored bra underneath little outfits with adjustable straps in the back. And you know, I just, I try to make it fun and so each piece just kind of evolved from another piece, like having a really pretty back, having a versatility, having you know more of a sporty look, but still being adjustable and sexy at the same time. So each piece, and each piece I name like cheerful or uh, faithful, grateful. You know? So I, I try to have positive, fun names for them as well. I love that. And I love, by the way, that you're like, um, keep the girls up. Yeah. Nice and perk. Like, you know, that peach emoji that is in all of our phones that we use? Like, we want the butt to look like that. Like, yes. Whether it does or not, I love that you're like really paying attention to those details for women because, yeah, like, let's be real, especially as moms, struggle is real and like your body's not always, you know, what you want it to be. I mean, I just learned the other day from one of my fitness experts that came on my show that our body goes through 500 changes between being pregnant and having a newborn. So, like, you just saying that like our body changes so much and it's hard to find a suit like holy crap like <laughs> 500 changes like the struggle is real so i love that you're like okay i got you covered i got the girls up i got your butt looking good i got the different ties it's all hidden but it's all packaged into like a beautiful bow which is your body <laughs> yeah you know and i do i have styles that have you know ties around your waist so you can cinch in your waist or let it out let it in and all of my suits have an inner lining that has really tight support and, you know, I have a high rise that's got, you know, really great tummy support, but I, I put um, vertical lines in it so that it didn't just look like you're wearing a big old pair of underwear. And I made the leg a little higher so that your leg looks longer. So I took a lot of the little styling uh, and detail design tricks to make you look better that we did in Rock and Republic. Like Rock and Republic, we moved the side seam a little forward so your legs looked thinner. You know, it, it's all an illusion. You know that more than anyone, right? So um the devil's in in the detail the details are in the, the devil's in the details there you go and so i tried to take all those little details and put them into our swimwear as well like you you put it on and you think oh my god this looks so cute this looks amazing you don't really understand why or how you know it's it's not not your job to know that you know the end user it, it's it's my job to put all those little things in it so you just love it and you can't even figure out why you love it so much 
I love that. That's so cool. And it like obviously gives you like so much confidence, which is amazing. Yeah, you know, we, we, we all have to help each other feel more confident, you know, and I try not to make anything that digs into your body or, you know, separates your butt cheeks in the wrong directions and all sorts of stuff. So I just love making women feel happy. I love when I get fan mail. I never thought I would ever get you know, fan mail. You know, these women, some women, they've had cancer or they didn't think they could ever wear a bathing suit again. Or, you know, a lot of these women now during COVID, you know, there's kind of two camps right now. There's the camp that's like still eating ice cream and pasta, which I was part of that camp at the beginning, I will admit. <laughs> and then the, you know, the other people that are like, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get in shape. And you know, I go on Instagram and I just, I love like all these stories of women that are helping themselves feel better. They don't have to be, you know, a size four, but they're just, they're making themselves better, making themselves healthier. And I'm trying to empower them. And, you know, cause it helps me, you know, when I'm helping other people too. And I love, love making women happy. I love that. And like, especially as a sorry stylist and everything, like I, always say confidence is the best accessory one of my favorite moments hundred percent yeah every time i dress someone like even if whether it's celebrity it's an everyday person like whoever it is when they feel good and i can see it in their face that they're happy and empowered and feel confident like that makes my whole freaking day like i, so I totally love and echo what you say and i love that that's part of your like line and mission and everything you do because it's like it's so true especially for women like women really need support they need to feel good they need to like feel that love and not just from like you know of course themselves is most important but also like the clothing that they put on or the bathing suit they put on like it really does make a huge difference and I love it like you take that into account when you're creating all these different types of details on the suit to make sure it really is inclusive of all body types. Yeah, I mean, we could kid ourselves all day long that we're like, oh, it doesn't matter how you look on the outside. Yes, of course, it starts with your inside, but it really helps when you put something on and you feel great on the outside too. You know, it's just, it's a win-win. Absolutely. It's a hundred percent win-win. I, I love that. So with your line, tell me a little bit about like the fabric and the details and like how you made some decisions when it came to like, you know, what, what the line looks like. Well, I took things that I liked, like I liked the look of a halter, for example, but I didn't, like I said, wanted to bind my neck, right? So then I had to be creative and um, create the look in front of a halter, but the back that would crisscross, but still be supportive. And, you know, I drove so many sample makers absolutely insane. They're like, you can't do this. I'm like, yes, you can. You know what I mean? It's like, just because you haven't done it. And it was such a struggle to get anyone to do any of my work because it was so involved and that it was so much more time consuming than, you know, a basic bathing suit because um, I am such a stickler with the details. You know, I try to get rid of the side boob and, you know, there are certain materials or certain hardware that I had to import and everything. And um, it was it, it just important to really get the best products. And I'm spending the most money on my packaging, my fabrics, my everything. I am sparing no expense. And I think at the end of the day, people can feel that and they know that when people can go online and they see some, a bathing suit for $20 and they see one for 200, like, I don't get it. And it's like, you know what, if you held them side by side and then you also help hold them side by side in a year, you'll see the difference. You'll understand why, you know, and there's so much more that goes into it on the back end for me. And, you know, and also to the women that I have that work with me, we really, it, it's a passion 
it's a passion business really. <laughs> and um, an exciting thing that I'm starting now too, you know, during COVID, it really, I took a step back and I really reflected on, okay, what do I want my business to be? You know, I was really focusing on my resort business. I was selling in the resorts of Four Seasons, you know, Fountain Blue in, in Miami, on and on. And they closed down and it was really a bummer for me, obviously from a financial perspective, but also too, because I love to evoke great memories. So like when you put on your Suminista suit that you got at the Maui Four Seasons, it evokes that great memory of that amazing vacation, you know? So I was trying to then, like I said, go online and evoke really good positivity for some of these women online and kind of re-strategize re everything. And I shut down my website and I put in a, a fit finder so you can, you know, find my size. You put in your dress size, you put in your jean size, your bra size, and it, you know, goes into the computer and it gives you the perfect fit for Swimanista. And then along that journey of COVID came my kid's collection because I have a nine-year-old fashionista. <laughs> it's so cute. How could, how could she not be with having you as her mama? Yeah, she's, she surprises me though. She's so rad. She loves going vintage shopping and she's beyond. So um, we're launching in October our kids collection too. So our little mommy and me collection, which I'm super excited about yeah, starting so um, with our little leopard bathing suits. They're to die for for little girls. And then my um, biggest thing I want to talk about too, that I'm most, most, most excited about is my collaboration with the French designer, the house of Christian Lacroix. Mm. And that um, those prints that he does are so incredibly amazing. I've always been a fan. And I found out last, um, I guess, well, middle of last year that they were looking to do collaborations with some young designers. So I put together a presentation. I flew to Paris. I met with them and they said yes. So I was very, very excited. And amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So that's launching in October also. So I'm so thrilled, you guys. It is so gorgeous. It's like, it's beyond. And also the prints, I have to say, they're super flattering and they're also very forgiving. You know, I, I tried to pull a lot of things that had vertical lines, but that weren't necessarily stripes, you know, but that had looks, things that look like they have pleats with flowers and, and things. Um, so it gives the illusion of height and, and slimming effects and still super iconic with the House of Christian Lacroix. And it's just amazing. The, it, the product is so gorgeous. I want everything. And I love that the house themselves, I got a, you know, an email the other day. They're like, oh, bonjour, Andrea. You know, <laughs> we would like a personal order. I was like, I was so thrilled. That's so amazing. I love that. And congrats. That is so freaking cool. Thank and, you. I mean, how was it? Like, was it like, was it surreal to like go there and like know you were presenting your line? Like how, like walk us through that experience. Like, how was that? Uh, I was very nervous, I have to say, um, because, you know, you, you, it's like you get one shot, really, you know, <clears throat> and so I went in and I just, I presented, I, you know, put together boards of bodies that were successful for us so far, and I took uh, from a catalog of some of the prints that they gave me, and, you know, they just looked at everything with no emotion at all, and I thought, oh my God, what am I done, you know, and then, uh, they're like, okay, so we can 
do this. Yes. And I was like, um, are you asking me? Cause I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. You know? So, um, it really was, it was, it was over pretty quick. That part of it there, you know, got contracts right away. And I celebrated, I went to Angelique, you know, in, uh, in France and had chocolate, so much chocolate though. Cause I never eat sugar. I got like so sick, but it was worth it. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm a chocoholic. So like anytime someone's like, I celebrated with chocolate. I'm like, yeah, girl, you did it right. <laughs> yeah. I took my daughter there too. She's like, mommy, we don't eat chocolate. I'm like, today we're celebrating. Yeah. It was very, you know, um, it was a real honor to, to, to be part of like the, the French house. And, you know, I've been going to Paris with through Rockman Republic. I used to go like 10, 11 times a year. And it was almost like going home of, of, you know, making it in this little, this little fabulous fashion country. And it just was really a great feather in my hat and the samples and the production is coming out even more beautiful than I ever expected. And, um, I'm already pre-selling on my site right now at swimanista.com. And so that's really exciting too, because, you know, of course I'm discouraged because I'm thinking, well, wait, we're supposed to be doing all these trunk shows at the Four Seasons and Fred Siegel's and on and on and on. And those aren't happening. So I'm like, I'm going to do my own trunk show on my site and we can pre-order now and we can anticipate the collection and I'm, you know, shooting on a lot of different models and body types right now. So it's really fun. And it's really great to see people when they see the collection and they see the collaboration, they're like, Oh my God, what is this? This is amazing. Like, I know. Oh my God. I cannot wait to see it. How freaking cool. And it sounds like it was totally meant to be. You just said you've been going there like 11 times a year. Like clearly that's your other home. So how fitting that Swimnista ended up getting to do like a collab with that. Like that is just so rad and amazing. So congrats to you. Thank you. I can't wait. I can't wait to check it all out when it's actually out and everything to like see and, and also the mommy and me just sounds so freaking cute. Okay, so transitioning to going, you were saying your, your your daughter, how she's so into fashion. So you obviously are a mom. I want to hear, because I think so many moms, you know, feel it's very hard to have a career and be a mom. I know I also definitely feel that. I want to hear from you personally how you feel, how what it's like for you, and like how do you feel like you handle it? Um, that's a good question because just like when I started Rockman Republic, I had no schooling. I had <laughs> no real experience with children. I never held a baby before in my life until really uh, my own child. You know? <laughs> I love that. My husband was the same way with our daughter. Like Justin literally was like, I'm not going to hold anyone else's because I don't want to break anyone else's. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember um, I was friends with Nina Garcia, uh, you know, oh, and yeah. I was at her, her place in New York and she had a baby who was, I think he was about six months old at the time. And she's like, oh, Andrea, and I was pregnant. She's like, oh, hold the baby. And I was like, it's okay. You know, and she's like, hold him. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. She's like, do you not know how to hold a baby? I'm like, no. So she was a lifesaver. A, I mean, true lifesaver. She did the math in her head. And then she said, Andrea, whatever you do, you need my baby nurse. She's like, if you have to like fire a housekeeper or go hungry, whatever you do, you need this baby nurse. So I was okay. So I got, I had a baby nurse and she was my angel, you know, and she really helped teach me how to hold a baby, what to do. I mean, I had like zero experience. So that was really helpful for the first couple of months. And then after that, you know, it was like, I was on my own and I cried like a baby when she left. <laughs> but, 
you know, it took me um, a while to, to wrap my head around how to do all this. And the thing is, because I have no experience, like I said, it's like with Rock and Republic, I just kind of, I talk to her like she's my friend, but still being a mom. I try to be fair. I try to explain to her what I'm doing and how important it is and be respectful. You know, um, we've always homeschooled. So that's always been a challenge too. And I've, I've had help with homeschool. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I try to, to do it all and I, I do a lot but I, I can't do everything 100%. I think we all have to give ourselves a break. You know, we can only do what we can do. And, you know, sometimes I excel uh, and other times I fail, you know, and sometimes I have patience and sometimes I don't. But I do try to teach my daughter and I, I bring her to our ship shop, which is our warehouse, you know, and I'll, I'll help her. I mean, she'll help me. I'll say, you know, I just have to be patient. And I think that's my biggest lesson with this whole thing, being patient. But you know, when we're doing our inventory, I'm like, okay, you can help me with inventory and she can, that helps her with her math. And she also, I think it's important to see her mom working and building something and taking something from an idea and building it into making it into fruition and seeing the hard work behind it. Because, you know, nowadays everything is like this Insta fame and, um, you know, overnight success and all this, this stuff, but that's not how it is. And like, you know, you've worked for years you know, and then finally you get recognized or you work in, you know, I remember even at Rock and Republic, it was like five years in, into it and working 24 seven. And people were like, oh my God, how's it feel to be an overnight success? I'm like, I don't know. You should have asked me five years ago because that's how long I've been doing it, you know? Totally. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's all about obviously the juggle and it's all about um, really having, like I said, patience, which is the hardest thing for me you know, and when I'm in a creative groove or something and it's like, God, I just, I, I'm not, I'm like, I can skip a meal, but my kid can't, you know? <laughs> so you just, yeah, you have to take into consideration. And I try really hard. Like if I'm going out or if I have a meeting, I try to spend time with my daughter and I'll put my makeup on with her or uh, we'll go into my dressing room and she'll help me get dressed. And so we have moments of bonding also that we can share on, you know, in our love of fashion or hiking or whatever it is and just try to make the most of those moments. But it is definitely a juggle and it's a struggle. And like I said, there are some really pretty days and there's some really ugly days. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for being real about that because I think that too many moms, you know, aren't honest about what it's like to be, you know, first off a mom in general. And then secondly, if you're a mom who's choosing to have a career or, you know, work at, you know, at an office or, you know, whatever your job may be, that's not the job of being mom, because that's a whole nother separate job. Right. It's like, I think so many people just aren't real about that because like, they don't want to be shamed or they don't want to feel bad about, you know, feeling bad for themselves and it's hard. And it's like, no, we need to be more honest and say like this shit is so hard and like you like you just said like beautifully that there's some days where you give a lot more attention to your daughter there's other days where you don't and there's some days where you have help and it's like you just kind of you know mix and flow and do what you have to do as you go along and i really appreciate you sharing that because i just think that even in my own experience as a new mom when i first like became a mom to amelia i felt so like lost in everything I was doing and I would look at other moms on you know social media and everything else and be like oh my gosh what's wrong with me like why can't I handle all this shit 
And I didn't realize that like so many moms that just really weren't sharing what was going on behind the scenes. And not that like they have to, but I just think that like you were saying about social media with like the same thing of the overnight success, it's just such a like a, like a highlight and such a lie and like a facade when you look at social and think, oh, that's how it is. But you don't really know the mess behind that picture or that feed. And so I just love that you're being honest about like, hey, look, there's some days I gotta do a great job. There's other days where I just feel like I don't get to do enough, but it's okay because, you know, your daughter is thriving and doing well and, you know, everything else. And I think that's like a good message because as moms, like we all have mom guilt, period. Yeah, we do no matter what. And you know, it's also a really good ancillary lesson for your children because that's life. You know what I mean? There are good days. There are bad days. There are things, there are days that when things work and things that don't work and how do you problem solve through it? And how do you, you get through all this with grace or not losing your temper or losing your temper and then, you know, fixing, fixing it afterwards or, you know, and I take my daughter everywhere, you know, and sometimes I go out and it's, it's like not appropriate for kids. And it's so funny because my daughter would be like, um, but do they know it's me? You know, like, <laughs> like she's some old lady, you know, like, yeah, Barry, you're still <laughs> And I, I just think exposing your kids to real life is very important too, because I know in today's world, we try to make it all pretty for them and perfect for them, but you know, that's not life. And so they need to be able to, to deal with the highs and lows of everything. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that's a great message and you know, it's, it's true. It's like, especially right now, right? Everything in the world, it's like, there's going to be highs and lows. I mean, things are unexpected and you have to know, you know, to a point how to deal with them or have life skills to be able to. And I love that you're showing your daughter that and you're showing her like, you know, you're, you're a badass mom. You're doing a great job as a mom. You've got an incredible company. You're following your dreams. You're doing all these things. You have to go to Paris with you and see you, you know, make this collab happen. Like that is so cool. And she must feel so excited to be a part of it. Yeah, no, she's, she's thrilled. She really is. You know, but I also, I had a really good mentor of my own mother. My father worked in the, in the floral industry and my mother went on a business trip with my father a bazillion years ago and found these things in, I think it was Holland, that were really cool. They were called glue guns. And the guys were like, yeah, we want to bring them to America. And my mom, long story short, she became the exclusive distributor for all of glue guns that came into the continental US. I think she had the exclusivity for like five or 10 years. And so she built this multi-million dollar business out of the house while she was still, you know, getting us up and getting us breakfast before we went to school and, and home when we got home from school and everything. So she was a real inspiration for me to, to show me what it was like to, to do both worlds as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's so great. I, I mean, the, like when you have a role model and a mentor like that, like that's, that's really important. I mean, it's, you know, my mom was in, is an incredible mom to my brothers and I. And I think for me, where a lot of my trouble was, is like my mom chose to give up her work to just be a homemaker and make us her job. And that was amazing. And she was, you know, it was incredible with us, but I think I had the guilt once I had Amelia of like, oh my gosh, how do I be an amazing mom to my daughter, but also be able to still like do my career. And that took quite a little bit for me to find a shift and to also find a grace in myself. And like, like you're saying, like I let go to be able to be like, okay, it's not all going to be beautiful all the time, but like, I'm going to make it work and it's, it's going to be okay. And it took me a little bit to be able to get to that. Oh, without a doubt. I remember after six weeks, I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm so lucky that like some people, they have to go back to work in six weeks. That is torturous, you know? Yeah. So, um, I was always super grateful that I 
you know, wasn't in that position. And then I kept thinking, oh my God, we need to be more like Sweden. We need to like have 18 months with our children. This is, you know, so barbaric that, you know, the government doesn't help out moms, you know, like they do in Sweden and that there's some women, they have to like put their tiny little babies into daycare and go to school and not see them. And I, I was just so emotional and like freaking out about it and feeling bad for all the mothers in the world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. When you're a mom, you, you feel all, all the things, I swear, like all of a sudden, like you take on the whole world, like even though it's not yours to take on and you like, just feel everything. And it's like, Oh my God, this is so intense. Like it's, it's crazy. I totally, I totally get it and hear you. And I, you know, I, I used to never cry. Like I was just like the non crier. I have a child now and I swear to God, the wind blows in the wrong direction. I'm like, Oh my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'll like stare at something, get all like, what, like teary eyed. My husband's like, what are you getting all day? I'm like, Oh my God, did you see how cute that was? He's like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's hormones, man. Hormones are such a bitch. Like, God. so they're, like they're just they're so uncontrollable and there's like so much craziness it's like you know they need to actually do a horror film about the, the hormones <laughs> oh my god yes please like oh. that's the scariest thing of all <laughs> <laughs> so true so how do you feel like you know like talking about all that as a mom like how do you feel like now that your daughter is obviously not like a little thing anymore for like new moms that are listening how do you feel like you were able to like push through and be where you are now and like how now obviously you're like really into your job, but also obviously very involved with your daughter. Like, how do you feel? Like, what would your advice be to a new mom now? To a new mom now, I think, you know, um, I talked to her all the time. I just talked to her, talked to her, talked to her. And I think there's like this level of understanding that came from it and just really connecting. And even if you were really busy and just taking a few moments and staring into each other's eyes and feel each other on, you know, on your hearts and on your chest so that there is this connection that, you know, this person loves you and you know, that, that you, this person knows that they're loved and that they're secure, even if it's, you know, for a small amount of time, but it's, it's a really meaningful amount of time, you know, and I just think even just going for walks and reading things are, is really important. And I didn't keep a very good baby book as, you know, those little books of like, what would I tell my daughter? Cause I moved a few times and everything. So it's kind of broken, but my daughter found the book and it was like the most special thing to her. She's like, Oh my God, you know, um, who was, you know, it was those books, like who was the president or what were you feeling when I was born all those little things. And it really means a lot to my daughter. So I think documenting all those little things that you can share and just keep communicating with your daughter and just try as hard as you can not to have the guilt and know that you look at it like guilt, but it, it's part of life and you're teaching your daughter a lesson at the same time. It's like letting them lose. You don't want them to lose in something, but you also really shouldn't be giving them an award for losing either. You know what I mean? It's kind of the reality of life. That's right. It's so true. And I think that's such a great message. And thank you for that. So Andrea, you know, you've got this amazing line and you know, you're an incredible mom with all these amazing projects coming. What else would you want to leave us with or share with us before I let you go? I feel like you already told me what's coming, which is the mommy and me line. And of course your incredible collab that you're doing, you know, over in Paris is coming out in October. Is there anything else you'd want to share with us before I let you go? 
No, well, I mean, I just want to share that we all, honestly, like as moms, we all, I found that we bond together and there's this like um, an unwritten kind of code that we all share when we, when I look at another mother, I was never wanting to really be a mom. It was never like something I desired. I was always really into my career and I just love and adore and appreciate and respect mothers all over the world and have a totally new appreciation for working mothers and just mothers in general. You know, we really need to stick together and we really do need to truly help each other. And um, I think by doing that and having, you know, you speaking out and you doing what you do, which is so amazing and empowering women. And if we can truly, you know, be happy for each other and help each other out, we're gonna be so much further along in this life and so much of an example for our children that's gonna be so positive. I love that. It's such a great, you know, statement and message to say to, uh, for other moms. I totally agree with you. There's such like a sisterhood that's kind of unwritten and it's like we all share it. And I felt that too, as soon as I became a mom and tell everyone like this mom community is something truly special, especially nowadays with social media and everything. It's like, just, it's so great how people connect. And I love how for you with, you know, your line, you're just doing so much for, you know, women, but also moms and, you know, making them feel good in their bodies. So tell us where we can find you and follow you and shop and all that good stuff. Well, all the good stuff. So uh, on our social media, we're at Swiminista, that's swim, I-N-I-S-T-A. And our online shop is swimminista.com. And right now we're just, we're in Laguna Beach at um, at Two Clothing, we're um, shop Lisa Klein. I'm like really focusing on women-owned uh, companies right now. And I'm excited that Lisa Klein came back onto the scene. So shoplisaklein.com and Body and Soul and Tarzana, which has been a great resource for me to be able to spend time with women and hear what they want and listen to what they need. Um, and then besides that, you know, little places here and there, but due to COVID, my, my retail um, kind of spread right now is thin. So my online sales, knock on wood, have been going through the roof. So please join us there and you can pre-shop for the Swimanista collaboration with Christian Lacroix and, you know, go on to the size guide and you can figure out exactly what your right fit's going to be. And I always share a special note in every package that we send out to women. So you can shop and visit us there. I love that. That's so awesome. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for being here. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.